This is episode 245 of No Laugh Track Podcast. This is Justin Severson, the host. Thank you, Circle of Heat, as always, for letting us play your music there at the beginning. Uh, we recorded, this is rare, episode 244 was recorded 24 hours ago, and here I am back at Acme, my happy place, and I'm here because there are four headliners working in one week. Yesterday, I talked to Brian Miller and Martha Kelly, and today it is the man behind Crash and Burn, Tim Slagle, and the woman who got asked last minute to participate, Emily Galati. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly 24 hours ago, wasn't it? You just said that. Yeah. Exactly uh 24 hours ago when we did the last one. Mm Mm-hmm. Did anyone else write 20 minutes of comedy in that time? Because I did. <laughs> that is a minute uh, every hour. Yeah, well, Less I didn't a... write that much comedy. It was about five minutes, but I filled the time. <laughs> uh, where should we start here? Let's. All right, so we, we did the one yesterday. I came to the show last night, so I have some uh, experience of seeing the show uh, firsthand. Um First, let's go with, uh, like, Patrick Keene. Let's mention that again. Patrick was going to participate and yeah. had something. Yeah, he, had a, he had a family emergency at the last minute and uh, uh, could, and- could not make it. And it, it, it was really funny because uh, Emily has been bugging me. She was uh, crash and burn, too. She's been bugging me ever since to do it again. Because <laughs> it, and, and that is one thing. You, you, it's okay. Don't feel Every comic who's done it wants to do it again. It, it, it is every, true. That's yeah, true. It's uh, everyone... It, People have told me that it's the best week they've ever had in comedy. It's how much they enjoy it. And Emily's wanted to do it again. And then she she also said that, you know, that, that I owe her. Because, oh. Because the last time she was a fill-in, we had a fallout. And so she filled in. And I gave her two weeks' notice last oh, time. Oh, I don't remember that. So, yeah. yeah. So I still feel like I'm owed a third one because I got, <laughs> I got less time. Yeah. I averaged down yeah, on my time I... to write 20 minutes somehow, and that's not how it's supposed to be. <laughs> no, not, no, 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 no. Yeah, I, I, well, I got some good news and some bad news. The good, the good news is you're getting a second one. The bad news is uh, you better start writing. Yeah, so I think yeah, so I think I'm owed a third one. Uh, and the other fun thing that I've said is Brian Miller and I write together all the time, and we have spent three months doing his jokes. And I, I knew what was good. I'm like, oh, those jokes are great. I can't wait for people to hear this. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, for three months, uh-huh. like we've written stuff, and he's gone, I'm saving that for Crash and Burn. I'm like, cool, that's a great one. <laughs> I had 24 hours just knowing how long he's been doing this. Next time you'll have five minutes notice, clearly, yep. with this pattern. I think you should have got an attorney and sued for custody. Yeah. <laughs> of the jokes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, yeah, you were there, and it's you were there, and it's its conception, is, is that I'm sorry. I think I'm owed 50% of that of that. Yeah. Notebook, <laughs> I, but he's more than made up for it with most of my. He's written more probably than my set now. Oh. Um, but oh, the other thing I was gonna say, probably my next crash and burn, uh, Lewis will just tell me I'm headlining, and when I show up, he'll That's be like, it. "Oh, guess what? It's, cra- it's crash and burn. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you have to do twenty minutes." <laughs> yeah, you're showing up prepared, but completely unprepared. Yes, <laughs> that'll be my next one. Uh, just, but you just happened to be, you were in town performing someplace else and just happened to be yeah, in town? Yeah, I had a NACA showcase. Okay. Um, yeah, so I was here anyway. Were you going to stick around this week or did you have gigs someplace else? I was going to stick around, um, I was going to stick around Monday for Acme and then Tuesday just to the open mic and Tuesday was Crash and Burn and knowing how much I've worked with Brian on these things, you I was like, I wanted to watch yeah. and see how they went because I've only heard them over the phone, but we've worked on them, like, well, I want to see how they go. And then, well, now I'm just here for the whole week. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I was going to watch anyway. Okay. Because it's also a great show to watch. Yes. I uh, I got home last night, and um, 
I just I came by myself. Mm-hmm. My wife, I usually bring her. She had a doctor appointment. I wasn't gonna let that stop me from coming to see Crash and Burn finally, so I just came by myself. Oh, cool. And yeah, she uh, got home and she's like, "So how was it?" I go, F- "Funny, first of all, and." unique i don't know how else to say it it's just there's nothing i've gone to you know i've been to so many shows here and i've never seen anything like it i've been to you know i've I've watched open mic and i've watched you know some of the biggest names that have ever worked here to you know to the opposite of that and i've never seen anything like what you guys did last night oh cool ever and i gotta think tim i mean i don't i'm not following everything you're doing year round but this has got to be for you the highlight is it the highlight of your comedy year? Oh yeah, I I I, I look forward to these weeks. These this is this is the week. This is the week that I you know this this is this is my Rosh Hashanah. This is yeah, my, yeah. This, is, <laughs> this is this is this is Slagle New Year. This is where the where the year begins and it ends. It's uh it's it's, it's I come away with uh yeah like I said last night I should have twenty minutes <laughs> after this week. You don't really. Uh, I think it was David Crow. Uh, who was here last year said that uh, that that twenty Acme minutes is about five minutes in the real world. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, yeah, that's <laughs> so, for sure yeah. true. But it's but but it's I do I, I I come back with concepts and then I can you know I can do some open mics around Chicago and try out try out the stuff that I you know try you know, acid test it in front of you know real audiences. Yeah. And, and it's you know and that's that's usually the twenty minutes that I build on you know over the next year doing sets. Right. And, and uh, so it's yeah it is. Uh, uh, and I can I can throw away some of the stuff I'm tired of. Sure. Hopefully. Did you, Emily? Did you did doing it once before? Did that help at all? Is it helping at all, or is it? It's no, because it's it's new material. Regardless, I actually think probably the first time I did it, and I'm so grateful I did it. But I I've always gone. Oh, I wish I would have done it later because I'm such a better and different comic. Like. Knowing how to use that time more, and okay. I'm more comfortable on stage, and I I can riff more. And before, I don't know. I just think I was such a young comic that I think it was much harder then. Even though I had less time now, I don't know how to explain what I'm saying. No, I get it. Did you did any of the stuff that first time? Did you use like did you did any of that stuff last? There past were two the jokes that made my act for sure. They did. Okay. Yeah, and then Tim even posted a video of a joke that I forgot I wrote or tried here. I was like, oh, that was good. I need to go back and try that again. Yeah? But yeah, so I should go back and mine it. Uh, what, I, what I guess maybe I should have done for my 20 wins was taken that first Crash and Burn set and just rewritten it. <laughs> 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 Too late. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's see what I can do with this t- three years later. <laughs> well, I, I, I've, actually, I've actually thought that that, that that would be fun is to actually have Crash and Burn reunions. Oh, reunion yeah. shows where, yes. where we all get together and we all do the bits that we did that year at Crash and Burn. Yes, and, and, and where they've gone and how you know and how they developed because uh, uh, you know I know that I, I know that a lot of the comics actually are doing bits that they, that, that, that came up in Crash and Burn. I'm, it always delights me when I see. Oh, it, it has like, to. Yeah, it's uh, uh, yeah, it's kind of like kind of like because they could become my godchildren, sort of. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. It's fun, it's fun when you watch, and it's fun when you watch like things you said someone else say on oh that's actually yeah. the best that's actually the best what when is you're in the, when you're in the back of the room and you gave somebody because we do writing sessions I yes don't know, I, don't, I don't know how much of the formula is it, 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 actually the listeners have we do writing sessions in the afternoon and we do notes after the show so we're always giving each other lines and jokes that we think would work there mm-hmm. and it's just like one of the biggest delights when you see someone on stage do a line that you gave them and it, and it kills yeah 
and and, uh, and it's like you, know, you do a little dance in the back of the room. It's mine, 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 mine. It's like the like the seagulls in uh, uh, um, Finding Nemo. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mine, 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 mine. I just mine, watched. Mine, 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 mine. I just watched that. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> what is going on? Uh, so there's four, there's four four participants, four comics participating, and when. Uh, I noticed, like Emily, like to, when Brian was finished closing the show last night, you were not in the back there. Like, is there is what's normal? Is everybody hangs out in the back there? You were in the, actually the club, like in the yeah, back of the club instead of the green room behind. Yeah, the no, stage. no. I, I we we, ex- we all sit in the club and watch uh, as much of somebody else's set, the other sets as we can. Oh, okay. It's you know, it's it's hard when you're the next one up because you have to kind of you have to go in the back and get ready to come up. You know, you know, burst out of the curtain. Mm-hmm. Uh, um. It, you know, myself, I don't usually. I usually miss like the first minute and the last couple minutes. Oh, so, yeah. But sure. you know, aside from that, we're all you know, we're all out in the audience taking notes and oh. trying to tag everything. And like you, like I, I feel like there's pressure to watch and tag things because I don't want to go to a writing meeting and everyone else just give me tags and be like, "Sorry, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't nothing. watch yours, or I have nothing." Yeah, I didn't know we were exchanging gifts this year. <laughs> <laughs> Which is also how I felt most of this week too. Is going, "Sorry, I don't have anything for that." <laughs> <laughs> Could you guys help me write my twenty? <laughs> no. Um, what ideas do you have for jokes that you didn't say? Can I use those? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this uh, now this week, or actually uh, right now, taking a break from writing and sitting here doing the podcast with me is this. Be honest. Is this like, oh my god, I should be writing right now, or yes. is this a nice break? No, it's I should be writing. Right you should now. be writing right yeah. now. <laughs> For me, it's half. It, it's half the week. It's it's pretty much it's writing media, writing media, writing media. It's, yeah, it, it's it's been that way for for all six. Now. Okay. It, more so, more so, the media gets is is it seems like they've gotten more interested in it as it's gone along. It's it, it's now uh, you know it's now kind of a, a Minneapolis tradition at this point after six years. Yeah, for sure. So. Uh, I forgot. I can't remember if I've asked you this before. Did you ever tried this anyplace else? No, no, no. It was in a, it was uh, uh, it was at the twentieth uh, anniversary here. It, w- it was just the idea. It was it was just because when Lewis does anniversary shows, he brings he he brings a lot of us together. Yeah, a lot of times, a lot of us comics together that we that don't normally get to work to it with each other because. Uh, you know, because shows are usually staggered with a with a with a newbie, somebody's been doing it for a while, and then a pro. Yeah, it, it, that's the way shows are usually sta- stacked. Um, when when there's anniversary shows, it's like all the pros. Yeah, and it's like people you haven't seen since maybe you were starting out at the open mic or whatever, and it was just so neat. Yeah, and, and I started to think to myself, as how can I make this happen more often? And and I remembered it was a concept that the that comics had done. In the '80s, uh, uh, specifically at a hotel, and uh, uh, it was a club in a hotel, and so they they, they, they never get booked up the rooms, so they they had unlimited rooms to give the comics, and a, and a group of comics tried to do something similar. They didn't have the strict rules of no, you know, only new stuff. Only new stuff. It's most most you know essentially it was just a chance for them to hang, and I thought you know that sounds like a cool idea. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lewis still talks about the week that Robin Williams was here, how much he enjoyed. Watching Robin, you know, someone as seasoned as Robin, write a new write a, a, a new act, and seeing him develop from night to night, and realize how much work he was putting into each word and phrase, and how cool it was. And I said, "Hey, you know, Lewis, I got an idea," and that's uh, that was the that was the spawn of it. Amazing. Uh, 
What were you going to say? Oh, I actually, uh, I love the idea so much I stole it and created my own mini show like this <laughs> that I used to run in Chicago. Yeah, it's called Punchline Panic. I did yeah. It. I, I, I did it I had Tim. Yeah, I had Tim on the first one because it was like, well, Tim, this is kind of your idea. <laughs> and you had 90 minutes to write uh, new eight minutes. On oh, okay. stage. Yeah, we gave you two topics to write. And you yeah, had... and you did that to me, so I said, okay, guess what, Emily? Yeah. You got 24 hours to write 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Punchline panic! Yeah, oh. <laughs> I really wanted to bring a timer on stage, but I don't have an iPad like, with me. I wanted to do it just like Punchline panic and bring it on there. <laughs> I think uh, one of the things I uh, that stood out to me last night, uh, one of the many things, was that you guys on stage don't actually know when the 20 minute i mean besides the red light but any time between starting and then when that red light hits oh it's on my phone is it yeah oh you were looking oh i was yeah, yeah. i know everyone else is and i was like i was like especially but i also need to know because i only have it's not like i can like go back into a well i'm like this is what i have mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah i i peek at my watch do you a little bit yeah okay. i peek at my watch and i it, but i i never know cuz i never i never actually like look at it where i really start so i there's where i think i'm sure. where i am so i don't know if i really am it's uh it's last night uh last night i i i was i was praying for the light <laughs> And it's a, Martha on the uh, on the first night. She says, "You know what? Uh, what? So what, what? What happens if you don't? You know, if you run out of material uh, before the twenty minutes?" And it was like, "Well, I hate to tell you this, Martha, but it's part of the game." She found that out when she got here. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. part right of the on. game. Is you just you just keep going to the light. It's part of the game show. Yeah, and it's it's always. Uh, and the audience is in on it too. When the light comes on, they—I've actually thought of—but uh, but but you know they already do make do so much for us here at the club. But I've actually thought of actually putting the red light on the stage so the entire audience yeah. can see it. That, yeah. that, would, that, that would be a neat addition. But like I said, it's just uh, I, there's only so much I can. Sure, <laughs> sure. I yeah I. I made a note of the, you prefaced the um, before the show. Of course, people who weren't here doesn't haven't seen it. Tim, it's his baby, so you're, you MC it every night, correct? Yep. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you every, say- every year, but the first, the first we switched. All four of us switched. Oh, okay. And then I thought about it. I go, no, it's my show. I should, I should, I should, uh, I, I, I should, you know, be the first. I should be the first one in. Yeah, it makes sense. But I you, should. the order that you guys perform changes each night. Yeah, somewhat, random drugs. Random draw? Yeah, we do a random draw on the first night, and then it's 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 semi-random because what I, I like to put everybody in every slot twice. Okay, we have enough uh, we have enough shows that everybody can do every slot twice. And originally, the wild card was the second show Friday. That was the that was the one that oh, okay. uh, that you might have to uh, second show Friday uh, uh, for the uninitiated is the worst show. Of any club anywhere in the country. The that, that's why you will probably n- never see me. For someone who comes here a lot as a cons- as a consumer, as a fan of comedy, yeah, no Friday nights. Well, no uh, Friday late nights. I'll I leave am that to everybody else. I'm closing the second show Friday, so it's going to be phenomenal. I mean, I'm except gonna, for this week, yeah, it probably week. be an exception. Well, well, yeah. This week is different because part of the joy of this week <laughs> is watching the comic struggle. So so if, if so that so the second show Friday as far as uh, this week is concerned is the best week is the best show of all because you actually get to see you know uh, 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 
a show that's hard to do with material you've been doing for years. Good and point. It's, it, it's usually uh, it's usually the show where the comic pulls out the most reliable stuff, sure. the most, the loudest, the the, the strongest, the, the 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 filthiest. The uh, <laughs> is that how you're supposed to do Second Show Fridays? I normally just go. You know what? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> the good stuff's gonna go as well as this new stuff. I might as well say this new stuff. Uh-huh. So maybe that's what I'm doing wrong. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We it, just had a breakthrough. Screw you guys. Yeah, a little hint from a seasoned veteran, Emily. Emily, that's when you do your poo-poo caca oh, jokes. Oh, no. Oh, you don't no. have a stack of dick jokes like Brian Miller? I, I told him, like, he told me that idea. I was like, I should write a stack of dick jokes yes. for my save just about my dick. Absolutely. Clearly not enough. Just clearly showing I don't know anything about having a dick. Right, right, right. <laughs> this week has got to, uh, I would imagine this, you know, I mean, in my life, like, I'm always so busy, time flies. But, like, for you, Tim, like, for doing this every year, this has got to be the, you know, compared to, like, your normal just solo week here at Acme, this has to just fly by, right? Yeah. Being so busy and all the writing. And yeah, the... yeah, there's never there, there's never as much time as I, I, I want to do. I always want to put more clips up online. Yeah. I always want to I want to study my sets more often. I want to write them, but it never seems – I never seem to have the uh, – have the time it's in fact i'm so i am so pressed for time that this year i'm not even drinking oh my god yeah no kidding whoa (laughs) (laughs) no kidding i've uh i've axed the most important thing on my calendar how (laughs) much of kevin bozeman being here last year is that decision plays into this decision (laughs) the first time you said that i was like well bozeman did this last year so maybe you're just like Bozeman out. Uh, yeah, yeah Bozeman drove, crashed, and burned to sobriety. Yep, that's what. That's that was my first thought when you told me that Tuesday. Oh, that's funny. Or do we have? Uh, does this mean after the late show Saturday, it's time to no. rip it up? No, because then there's a flight, and I never. I mean, that's not fair. I took a flight. I took a late flight just to get wasted Saturday night. Oh, all right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Has there uh, has there been a year where someone? I mean, I'm sure there hasn't. Uh, has there been a night where someone hasn't in the early stages of the week where someone hasn't run out of material? Has there been a night where someone has not run out of material? Yeah. Or uh, am I phrasing that wrong? You know, like last night, I you know you guys were looking at the few of you were looking at the back of the sheet. I wish I would have brought that other sheet out here. And the yeah, yeah, it's uh. uh yeah, it, it, Martha. Martha ran out last night. She, uh, it, but 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 in true profession, in true professional, uh, uh, she ran out, but she still had her closer. She kept her closer. That was really cool. And that's and that to me, that is like that is like being starving and leaving a cookie on the counter. It's like no, no, no I'm gonna. That's for later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's I, I can't believe that she, you know, myself. I would have grabbed that cookie and broken it into ten pieces. You would and have stretched with it. Yeah. Okay. But no, she said no. The cookie's over here, and uh, this is where I need more stuff, and I don't have any stuff. Yeah. And uh, and so she kind of riffed. To be fair, she only ran out because she edited out jokes from Tuesday like she there was a couple jokes she edited out that she didn't tell I thought like she had the time Tuesday right I don't know never mind yeah yeah no no she she yeah she did no I'm not saying yeah yeah because the the chicken 
yeah, she was trying to remember the chicken joke that I had really liked from Tuesday, and she hadn't told it because she's like, "No one got it," and I was like, "I liked it." And then she tried to tell it again, but she's like, "I can't remember how it goes." Yeah, I don't she have didn't my notes. have the notes. Yeah, that's but right. But she cut it, so like she had the time, but sure. she just over. Yeah, I didn't mean to say that she 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 couldn't come up with twenty minutes. Oh no, I didn't right, think right, it was right, no, right. I okay. didn't think it came out that way. But it was just like that's yeah. what I thought happened last night was yeah over-editing. yeah no, but she but yeah, but she did. It did not. Uh, and, and, and um, we ran through our material a little quicker last night. Okay. Than we did on Tuesday because uh, because Tuesday Tuesday was a uh, uh, not to disparage the people that came out last night, but uh, to, but Tuesday's Tuesday was a little bit better crowd. Tuesday okay. was great. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of you know there was a lot of uh, uh, stuff like laughter and applause that kind of padded out the sets. <laughs> I've heard of that. There was uh, yeah there was uh, there was uh, there was a few crickets. Girls are still feeling out the jokes. I don't know. I think yeah. I thought last night I was like reading them too much. On Tuesday, I was like, these are just ideas, and I'm going to riff more and figure it out. Okay. So it's different. You know, I've come, and I, like I've seen, you know, the, like an open mic as well as even like the funniest person contest. Like, you know, the people coming up to do that throughout the summer here, you know, like on a Wednesday night, Thursday night. And some are have some decent jokes, and then others you see struggle really badly. Um the struggling, like any, like a joke doesn't hit, like last night or you know, any time during Crash and Burn. It's different seeing you guys do that versus somebody like a amateur, like someone who's just coming up. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, yeah. It's it, it, it's uh, uh, you get more. You get the longer you've been doing it, the more accustomed you get to the flop sweat. Yeah. Okay. And, and, yeah. And there not you go. Letting, let, not letting the audience knowing that you're just going, oh crap. Yeah. So uh, I'm in I'm in trouble here. And kind of the beauty of this is that you know if something doesn't work, like you were doing it masterfully last night, Tim. Like, uh, oh well, boy, the other comics laughed at that one. You know, like <laughs> just tag and like just add a little something. Like if it if it didn't get the reaction you like, you can just still throw something after that to get a laugh. That was it, true, though. We all told him we liked that joke. <laughs> and then it just, oh, it I just, believe- The crowd was like, nope. And I'm like, oh, we praised it yesterday. Oh, I believe that it was based on something real. Don't uh, Trust me. I, yeah. We uh-huh. all mentioned how good that joke was. Mm-hmm. I, uh, all of our instincts are off. Do you take it out on them then after the show no, or the next gosh, day? No, gosh, no. It's, w- w- well, why would I? Because maybe it was a setup. And why would why would why would I give them the satisfaction of knowing that they got me? <laughs> yeah. It, 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 no, it, it's actually a talent I've been cultivating in the past six years since I've started doing this, of uh, of actually going up with stuff that uh, that uh, that I've never done before, and uh, and being able to play it off. And I think it's a, I think it's a talent that a lot of comics really should work on, because you know you're not always going to be g- gifted with material that works. Yeah, it's uh, you know that's it's kind of what made the great talk show. <laughs> Wouldn't just be gifted, <laughs> like not material that works. You're just gonna be good at this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, all. yeah. yeah but no, but but you know, but if you if you're gonna go, if you're gonna go someplace, if you're gonna you know, if you you aspire to do other things besides you know just work in the club circuit, there there's gonna be a point where people are writing jokes for you. And uh, and putting them up on the teleprompter, and and, and that you're going to have to read those jokes, and those jokes aren't always going to. Oh yeah. So I mean, it is a talent. Yeah, I mean that's what made that's what made the great talk show hosts the the best. Mm-hmm. Is uh, 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 um, Johnny Carson, David Letterman, and uh, Craig Ferguson were all masters of the ability of of telling a joke that didn't go. You're right. And yes. then still getting the laugh out of it. 
by acknowledging that the joke didn't go. Yes. Whereas on the other hand, I think that that's that was Jay Leno's biggest weakness. <sighs> Is that when he told a joke and it didn't go, it'd be, <laughs> and it just—I don't it, miss him. Oh boy, I miss him. <laughs> right, right. But that's what that's what that's what that's what you love. That's what you loved about about Johnny Carson is that is when the joke didn't go, he would just make that little smile mm-hmm. and put his arms behind his back and just just uh, just wait for a second, you know, pause. Pause. Yes. Somebody's getting fired. <laughs> <laughs> it was, you know, I, I, I understand that this this might just uh, uh, this might just be part of the legend that he would actually ask his writers to write a joke that they knew wasn't going to work because he had such a great comeback for when it didn't. Oh, I could do that job. <laughs> that was a whole writing position. <laughs> I turned that packet. It was just a blank piece of paper. <laughs> I worked really hard on this. <laughs> I think that's maybe a new wrinkle you throw into next year's uh, Crash and Burn. What the 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 the, the dud, the hidden the, du- du- the hidden dud. Oh no, we all we all no no no. Oh, 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 give hidden. somebody a dud. Yeah. You're using those to fill time. Like, they're, not, <laughs> they're not hidden. You're like, I know this one's terrible, but I need to fill time. Uh-huh. I'm sorry I'm saying this out loud to you. <laughs> yeah, it's a... Uh, um, you throw I, everything out. I was doing a political show in Chicago last year. I was doing it at, at Zany's. And uh, um, and, and Kevin Naughton, a friend of mine from Chicago, would would, would come in. And he and, uh, the first the first night he came in, he just he did, did his set. And I go, no, don't do that. You got to be political, man. He goes, I haven't got political. I go, I don't care. And, and, and he, yeah, but what if it doesn't go? And he said, I, I don't care. And uh, and then have, then he came back the next came back the next month and he actually did it. He actually came out with stuff that he had never done before. And he actually was able to develop and from the time that he would do it. He was actually able to develop that ability of telling a joke that doesn't go and then still getting the laugh out of it by acknowledging that the joke didn't go. And oh, it's, wow. it's uh yeah, it's I'm really he's really he's really gotten good at it. He's really picked up a style of it that uh, um do, how about you, Emily? Do you have that ability? No. 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 I, I'm not real likable. No. So if when I'm oh, not stop. funny, <laughs> then people are like, "Oh gosh, why are you even here?" So like saving that is tough. Uh, no, I don't. I don't know. I used to do that. I used to do that to, 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 to crowds. I used to. You, you're. You guys are morons. You guys didn't find that funny. What's wrong with you? What the hell did you pay cover in a two drink minimum yeah. for? If you, yeah, I don't want you here, you morons. You come, wait, come out here to be entertained by my show. Good lord, what's wrong with you people? And then it, it took me a lot longer than it should have to realize that that was not the right attitude. Okay. To have. <laughs> that too. Oh man, sometimes we're stubborn. Wrong. You can't. Wait, can you do that second show Friday? I don't know if. <laughs> Should I be nice to them second show Friday? Yeah. I just, why are you even here right away? That's my opener. Why are you here? I, I want to, is there, like last night, I think I think it was you, Emily, had a mention like Henry VIII. Yes, I did. And Bunker Hill, yes. And Bunker Hill. Um, do you, and this is my question, do you have to judge the crowd's intelligence like, is there just a normal, like, intelligence level of a crowd universally everywhere? Is it different in certain states? Is it different in... Oh, it's definitely different in certain states. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I said, I'm in, I'm in a, I'll say a red state, <laughs> a flyover red state next week. 
uh, that I'm like, oh, none of this will go over there. Uh, I don't know, intelligence-wise. I kind of always assume they're smart, and I keep being proven wrong. <laughs> hmm, okay. If that makes sense, that's probably yeah. the worst way to put this. I'm now just an asshole on a podcast. Uh, <laughs> well, it, it, it's I, I don't think it's it's necessarily regional. I think it's I, I I actually think it has to do with the club. It has to do with what the club attracts. Yeah, okay. I think that's it, true. It's like if they're handing out if they're handing out free passes at a laundromat. <laughs> you know, you 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 are now your audience is now going to consist mostly of people who haven't figured out how to buy their own washing machine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, it, it, it's uh, it, it's uh, it, no, I can't say that. Yeah, no, I just, I shouldn't have said anything I said either. We can edit that out, right? I don't know. <laughs> no, I was about how to. How do I save this? I bombed and clearly can't recover. Um, <laughs> no, I just wonder, like, uh, you know, I've, I've never gone on stage and performed, but I mean, I could imagine getting frustrated with the crowd where you're like, what? How was that over your head? Yeah, that How don't you have that little bit of knowledge? Sometimes I know I had that Bunker Hill line Tuesday. And I like when I wrote it, I was like, no, that's clearly just for me. Like, no one's going to get that. And if people get it, it's for people. Mm-hmm. And I said it yesterday because when I remembered it, but I didn't remember the rest of the show. Yeah. I like Bumper, Bunker Hill because it's just a funny word. Well, that's what I was just going to say is, you know what? There's also times where, um, you know, you're listening to it, uh, to someone perform, and you may not, you, you may, it might just be a funny sounding word, and mm-hmm. you might actually get the joke that the comic was trying to, mm-hmm. you know, like the message they were trying to get out, but you end up laughing, you know, by yeah. default anyway. I used to, you know, uh, episodes of like Mystery Science Theater when I was, you know, like 15 years old watching that, and they were making, you know, like historical references that were, I remember laughing and like, I have no idea what they're talking <laughs> about in some of these things. It's going right over my head. But. Yeah, uh, a lot of times it is just the rhythm. Yeah. I, I, I mean, uh, uh, a real good example is Dane Cook. Is is his smart joke. comedy? No, no, of just no, of absolutely <laughs> nothing there. Of absolutely, it just just it, you know, it's like a uh, oh, here comes another metaphor. It's like biting into cotton candy. It's mostly air. You're it, not it, asking it, Dane to do Crash and Burn. Oh, he can do it if he wants to. I'm, <laughs> I'd love to have him aboard. Yeah, <laughs> but 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 I mean, most of his most of the stuff he does. It's it's just the rhythm. It's mm-hmm. it, it's it's the rhythm of the joke. Yeah. And he's actually able to bring the audience with him just on the rhythm. And there's absolutely no substance to it whatsoever. Yeah. It's just uh, it's it, 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 it's it's so. And I think a lot of deaf comedy is like that as well too. I mean, it's a deaf comedy is real heavy on the. I mean, the rhythm is really yeah. heavy. And, and and what they're saying is absolutely has absolutely no relevance. It doesn't really matter what they're saying. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's people people are listening to comedy for the beats, and a, a certain beats will make you laugh. Sure, I could see that. Yeah. Do you have Do you have uh, I, You're not going to say them now, but do you have names for the next year or two years from now? Do you have anybody in mind who you want to uh, participate? Yeah. Yeah, the, the, I, I think I have. I think I think I've actually already got the next year. I you think do. I've actually got next year booked. I'm yeah. on it. Uh, <laughs> we'll you, fi- you'll never we'll know. We'll find out when. Yeah. But uh, I'm gonna assume that there's four names, and I'm gonna be one of them if I'm not already. He's gonna call me on Thursday and be like, "Could you do the rest of the weekend?" <laughs> Brian, when uh, Brian and Martha were recording with me yesterday, Brian twice mentioned things about getting bored with his own jokes. 
and how this is such a great thing to do because of like you know because of getting bored with his own jokes this is a great reason to be forced to write new stuff emily's shaking her head yes Mm -hmm. yes oh yes getting bored with your own jokes of course yeah yeah because you've told them so many times and they're not exciting to you anymore yeah yeah, Emily. Uh, uh, I, I remember this. We were, we were at Zany's, and uh, uh, it was a, it was a showcase night. And she came in to do she came in to do some stuff. And uh, you, you were you're taping for Conan. I think was uh, is your manager head. She's setting up a camera and, and doing your Conan set over and over. And that's all you said was, uh, oh, "I'm so sick of this set." Yeah, I sent that <laughs> tape like... off, and then I was like, "I'm not doing that set again until I do Conan." Like I was so tired of saying those jokes. Sure, but then and then the pressure's on because then once you're doing it again, yeah. it's going to be on national TV. Sure, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta own these. Yeah, I don't think I did. <laughs> no, I, don't know, I don't know. Are you supposed to own them? I'm learning so much about comedy. <laughs> so I'm taking advice from me. I am not. You doing can have ownership right. of jokes. Uh-oh. There goes half my hat. <laughs> Uh, that's actually my late show Friday is all the jokes I'm bored of too. I'm just too too late show Friday all wrong. Every joke I hate telling. (laughs) And now with enthusiasm, I've I've, I've done that too. It's like, you know, you guys are making, you guys are making me miserable. I'm going to make you miserable. (laughs) It's, it's, I I have done that where, where, where I am so get so, so upset at the crowd. It's like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to get off stage. It's, it, 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 I'm gonna make you guys. That's more, a great power. I did that the other night. Yeah, yeah. that's oh, a great I'm gonna make power. you guys more uncomfortable than you've made me for the past 45 minutes. And but... Yeah, I also feel like I'm a bad comic because like sometimes I can't tell. Like sometimes like I'll keep like throwing jokes out to try and figure out what they like. I'm like I can't tell what you like. Hmm. I know what you hate, <laughs> and if you keep doing this, trust me, I have so much more of what you hate. <laughs> <laughs> I only have a limited number of directions I can go that aren't like politics or like certain things. Yeah. I only have and I don't, very few dick jokes. I've doubled the amount of dick jokes, good. tripled them just That's for good. this crash and burn thing. Yes. Um, wow, you, but you, 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 so many dick jokes. <laughs> That's what you're in a pinch. Um, it's a you've extended your dick jokes. Yes. Yes. So now maybe I can give you more of what you like. You, have, but... you now have dick jokes that last four hours yes. or more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See a doctor. 20 plus 20 plus 20. Yeah. We get to four hours. Someone's going to come to my show and be like, I thought you were going to mention things like Bunker Hill. I'm like, nope, just dicks. <laughs> Change my act. Uh, I want to compliment you on your, I watched your set on uh, Gotham Comedy Live. Oh, you did? I did. Oh, thank you. I liked it. You're, I, I didn't know people got that channel. <laughs> I am such a comedy nerd that I have been... Re- I don't watch all of them, but I have been. I have had my DVR set to record that show for, I don't know, three years now, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and then when I saw you post about it, I, I was like, oh, it starts in like five minutes. Boom. Oh, and I watched it live. A, oh, yeah. crazy. Well, thank you. And it was really good. Um... Was that actually when was that live live like five mm. minutes late five months? Yeah, we filmed it at the end of September, I think, and okay. it aired in March. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, I, I thought it was really good. You and you, uh, how do I say this? It was biting, <laughs> biting. <laughs> That's a compliment. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I thought it was really good. Uh, thank you. I th- 
I'm assuming you're talking about the abortion joke. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think I edited stuff out of it. Oh, really? And I've got more. You saw me fail with abortion jokes last night. But, yeah, trying to expand it. <laughs> so, yeah. But thank you. I, yeah. I'm really one of my most proud jokes that I wish I could get on more TV. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so as I uh, was sitting in front of my computer uh, before I came over here, then all of a sudden the headline pops up that freaking t- Don Rickles died. Thoughts on Don Rickles? I didn't know. Oh, I'm just telling you that yeah, right now. Oh my gosh, I'm you're... learning so much on this podcast. Don Rickles passed oh away today, funny. Tim. Yeah, I no. know. I just is that what you were talking about him earlier? Yeah. Okay, I had no idea. Yeah, 90 no years old. I don't. I don't. Uh, yeah, the, the, these weeks I don't. I, I watch the news all the time. I'm, uh, I'm like a news junkie. I know you are. I love that. These these weeks, no, I'm not. Okay. Uh, that's see, see what I mean. I did not even. Wow. Yeah. Huh, that's it. That's, yeah, that's, kidney uh, failure, 90 years old. Yeah, yeah, well, they're, yeah. everything's got a lifespan. Everything's got so many miles on it. Uh-huh. I, uh, I don't know how much of Vegas is left. That's, that's it, that's, yeah, how much of, you know, when you think of Vegas. Yeah. That's, uh, is it maybe Tom Jones, Neil Diamond? What else is there? Uh, what, what's his name? Uh, um, the guy who sounded like a girl when he sang, Wayne Newton. Okay, okay. Wayne Newton, Wayne Newton, Tom Jones. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, there's not. It's, it's that that era, and there's nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing. Nothing since then that can actually that actually can fill that that that, that sort of void. That sort of uh, that sort of showy kind of you know, baby Barry Manlow. Uh, it's uh, it's sad. It's, yeah, it's, he. It's, uh, I was in Las Vegas in January, and I got to go see Kermit Apio perform. He just I, like I had a trip planned, and he happened to be there. I hit him up for tickets. I went to a show, and he was performing at Brad Garrett's Comedy Club. Mm-hmm. And uh, he told me he's like, "You're really gonna like Brad. He's like the new Don Rickles." Have you heard that before? I have not heard that before. Yeah, was he? In that he's insulting everyone in the audience. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've done that too. But not. Usually, usually collectively. I've... <laughs> That's uh, you know, you, you know that 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 is the talent that Rickles had was that you felt so sorry for him. Is that you could you you could actually he never said it, but you could just feel that the guy. Was just just pained so pained with his own existence. Think so? That, that yeah, that that's that that's why he was able to get away with being so mean and bitter. Is that you kind of you kind of felt sorry for him? Yeah. Even though there was nothing to feel sorry for, you just did. And I think I think that's why he was able to do it. He was able to he was able to convey that pathos without without. Uh, did you ever see him live? No, I never did. No, I did, thankfully. Yeah? Yeah, about, geez, now, probably about 20 years ago. Uh-huh. So I guess I saw a 70-year-old Don Rickles, and it was fantastic. Tony Bennett. It was uh, Tony Bennett. There's another one. Yeah, he's still around. Yeah. Yeah, it was at a casino in uh, Minnesota. It was fantastic. Um, I guess I... You, 90s, uh, you know. When was his last show? How how long? How... I don't know. I was gonna. I, was, like I was hoping you would know. Uh-huh. Did we know that he was sick or anything? Like, or is this just a 90 no, year old I, people I, dying? I think he was probably working like a like like as a little, little, little as a month ago. Isn't that cool? Isn't that cool to work right? It, it, it's my hero is uh, Dick Shawn. Who's that? He he played uh, uh, 
He played the re- lead in Springtime for Hitler in the original producer's film. Oh, His name okay. Was Dick Sean. He did a lot of other campy comedy. Uh, uh, I think he was in Evil Roy Slade, which was one of my favorite made-for-TV movies. Uh, uh, look it up, kids. Uh, I'm not going to go into it. But uh, his name was Dick Sean, and he was just kind of a kind of a zany. He was kind of like a like a pre-Steve Martin sort of character. He okay. Was just kind of. He played it. Oh, I think he was. Now nah, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna get other films that he was in that nobody nobody has seen. <laughs> that so why am I even talking? Google about it. it. Yeah, Google Dick Sean. But All anyway, right. he was at a performance, and he said, and now here's something you're going to really find funny, and had a heart attack, and just died right there on stage. And, and every, everyone just gasped for a second, and then started laughing, uh-huh. and then applauding. And then the clap break was over, and he was still down there. And then it was... People are like, oh my God, he's doing. He's like Andy Kaufmaning us. Yeah. And then so 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 they're, they're they're laughing. They start laughing again, and then they die laughing. And and he was there for a full five minutes of laughter and applause before somebody said, you, you know, this isn't part of the act. Oh I- my God. <laughs> and that's that's how he died. To five minutes of laughter and applause. Wow. What a closer, stage. though. <laughs> <laughs> Can only do it once. Yeah. What a closer. Can On the spot, too? <laughs> uh, I don't remember. I, you know, this, I didn't come up with this, but somebody's tweet that I read uh, before I came here regard, uh, regarding Don Rickles' death was like, uh, you know, he died just like, uh, it was from a comedian, and it was saying like, uh, hey, he died the way I want to go with dates still on the book. That's <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 Were you a Rickles fan, Emily? I not. I haven't listened to a ton of him. No, you know, I know of him, and I know what he does. I just, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I should probably say yes. I loved him. He was. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. Actually, you know, there's probably about five comics that are trying to find out exactly where he was booked so they can call them. <laughs> <laughs> Way ahead of you. Do you got any Friday Night Late shows you need to <laughs> uh, I, I don't. I don't doubt that at all. Um, do you guys see? We we're talking about uh, the skills of like these late night talk show hosts, like of the the greats of the past, like Carson and Letterman, be able to deal with like a joke that sucks or whatever. Um, it came. Out, I was reading something yesterday that uh, Colbert is finally beating Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Any thoughts on that? It's uh, it, it, it's kind of interesting. It's uh, uh there, there's this love hate relationship that the media has with Trump. As as much as they loathe and despise him, they need him, because because he was able to actually pull uh, both Colbert and Maddow out of the rating cellar, mm-hmm. and it's uh, so as much as they, they they may despise him, they they owe him. Yeah, so it's kind of a, it's kind of a weird irony. It is a weird irony. Uh, I mean, I I've watched more of the news stations, you know, the CNNs and. Foxes and MS, whatever. Like I've watched more of those in the last year than I have at any other time in my life. Is that a good thing? I, maybe not. I don't know. But well, there's an interesting thing with Brian Miller and I. Are you getting ready to say something? I don't. That's oh, fine. To... We're past it. No. Oh, okay. No. Okay. Okay. I'm. I'm sorry. Um, 
uh, is that Brian Brian Miller and I, when we for, we, we do a podcast together uh, called Rule of Three, yes, that, uh, you can find on iTunes. And, and uh, when we started doing it, I was always the newsy guy, and and, and I would be the one that would say, "Well, we got to do this. This is in the news," and he'd be like, "Is it really?" I go, "Yeah," and he'd be like, "Well, who is that?" It's like, Ugh, "You don't read the news?" He's like, "No." He he had sworn off the news entirely uh-huh. uh, uh, for like several years, and he said he's a much happier person. Yeah. Well, well uh, since uh, since the, the the recent election, m- myself, I'm tired of it. I I can't I I can't take it anymore. I can't take the negativity and the yeah. the, the viciousness that's happening between people. For yeah. me, it just I haven't I I. Uh, Starting in October, I just, I just, I, I, I've just been lost. I just don't want to do political material anymore, and I don't even want to read the news. In the meantime, <laughs> Brian has been consuming it at a record pace. <laughs> so we have actually, we had actually, we have actually switched positions. Is now he's, he's like, well, we got to do this story, and I'm like, uh, really, that happened. <laughs> <laughs> How is the podcast going? It's going. It's going. It's going. You like doing it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we like doing it. It's a, it's a, it's great to get together with Brian for a half hour every week. Mm-hmm. When are you going to get a podcast, Emily? You're the you you don't need one, but everyone, you know. I like to think of this as my podcast too. Damn. I feel like we're co-hosts, <laughs> Damn so right. I'm like, I was like, do you have a podcast? I'm like, yes, I am on. <laughs> um, I have one idea, like, but I've just never followed through on it. I had I had a second idea that I liked too, and I also just the follow through. <laughs> <laughs> One would take a lot of writing, and the other, I'm not sure people would want to do with me. Even though I would love it, it would be like kind of history based, and I don't think people would. A lot of Bunker Hill references. <laughs> a lot of Bunker Hill references. <laughs> it could be a uh, it could be like the lesson plan for your audiences. Yeah, right. <laughs> These are the things we're going to talk about this week. <laughs> I think a syllabus. Yeah, the syllabus. There you go. <laughs> Pull My the syllabus. act will be the midterm. Um, <laughs> Perfect. But yeah, I wanted to. I don't want to say people might steal it. Never they, mind. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, so. but I doubt it. No one's going to steal it. But whatever. I just. I question whether or not they're good ideas now, so I don't want to say that. <laughs> That's fine. I don't want to crash and burn on this podcast. <laughs> uh, another thing I want to get uh, your opinion on is I was uh, Louis C.K., you know, like Chappelle a week or so ago, Amy Schumer before that, and now Louis C.K. has got the new special, comedy special on Netflix. Netflix has been make, getting all this attention for all Seinfeld, like they just bought some stuff from, and... I was reading this thing today, and I don't know if I agree with it, and I want your opinions on it. Is One guy's opinion I was reading online, he was saying that what they're doing isn't necessarily good for comedy because they're pouring all this big loads of money to these comics. This guy referred to some of them as, you know, maybe they were in their prime 10 years ago, and maybe this is... Uh, this is going to lead to a comedy bust and that maybe the money should be going towards younger comics, you know, with their first or second special instead of someone's seventh or tenth. Or... Any opinion do on I, that? Do I have thoughts on it? Yeah. No, not really. No? No. Not really. I think asking they... Tim if old guys should keep getting shots? <laughs> You're asking Tim if people who have been doing this forever should keep getting opportunities? <laughs> no, <I'm> not. <laughs> the answer is yes, right? <laughs> And then my answer would be the newer comics for sure. (laughs) People who don't have specials. No. Do you want me to write a whole new hour? I can do that tomorrow. Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Practice. I I I do question the wisdom 
of uh, of Netflix at this point. I think I, th- I think Netflix is is uh, uh, is not moving in a good direction beyond just uh, beyond just that. Um, what it seems, at least with with, with the Amy Schumer special, is uh, is that they paid her a lot of money up front, so she really didn't care what she did. Oh, is what it. I I haven't seen it. And, I haven't, and, and I won't. I uh, um, my nieces took me to see Trainwreck when it came out in the theater, and I sat through the whole thing, the entire two hours, and watched it, mm-hmm. and uh, that is uh, my entire allotment I have in my left in my life for Amy Schumer. <laughs> there, is, there, is, right. there is no Amy Schumer time left on my <laughs> calendar. So that's, I, I can't watch the special. That's, uh, uh, I, I am just going on what people said and from what, what it sounded like <laughs> is that she probably needed to hire writers and uh, just uh, instead decided she wanted a boat. The- <laughs> I'm getting me a boat. <laughs> <laughs> Emily, anything you want to add? I, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't think I have strong opinions either way right now. I haven't watched a ton of them. I've just been real busy. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't like to. I don't like to watch a lot of comedy because I'm, I'm really. I, I have this paranoia that that I'll see something, forget I saw it and then think I wrote it a a month later. Okay. So it's always it's a it's it's been a nagging problem that I've had and and I've tried to I've tried to avoid watching comedy for okay. for that for that reason. Yeah. I don't want to so so it, it's you know if if there's money in comedy, if there's interest in comedy, I'm all I'm all for that. I don't care who's getting the money. I don't like I said I don't think I don't think Netflix is making good business decisions. Okay. You know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, yeah. At that point, I don't feel like it's. I feel like there are other places that it's your job to give someone a chance. Like, I, they always have like up and up and coming comic lists, or like I mean, like new faces. Like I feel like those are those are your opportunities to go out and find people that are new that don't know of yeah people and give them exposure. And I don't feel like Netflix is. I don't know. I don't, I don't know think how I feel Netflix about it. is the is the venue. For... Is the venue for that? Yeah, you know, but also it... I see the point of like, well, these guys have done hours of comedy, like, and you have a ton of exposure, so why not? It yeah. was it. It was at one point though. It, it, it's what Netflix was and what Netflix is. Mm-hmm. It, it, they're entirely two different beasts. Completely. You know, for, for instance, I had a I had a friend that did a film. It was a it was a response to the. Uh, uh, Super Size Me documentary, mm-hmm. and 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 basically he picked apart the Super Size Me documentary and sold it to so did a documentary on you know that that you can eat at fa- that you can lose weight eating fast food if you just if you just use your brain mm-hmm. and, and uh, he he did this documentary and uh, his distributor sold it to Netflix in the early days and what would happen is if somebody watched Super Size Me his documentary would come up. As a suggested yeah. other watch. If you like this, you'll like this exactly. Too. Yeah, and, and because of that, he he went from obscurity to to to, to pre, the movie became yeah. the film became pretty famous. Oh yeah. And, and uh, uh, his name is Tom Don, Tom Naughton. I guess I can say that. I don't I don't have to use a, a 
uh, pseudonyms. <laughs> this guy. Yeah, this, this guy. I don't, have, I don't have to say that because I'm not saying anything bad about him. No. And, my, uh, I want to change my answer when you're done. Sorry. <laughs> okay. So, so, so back then, I mean, it was. It, re- it really was. If you like that comic, you might like this comic. If you like that comic, you like Mike. But it, it's not anymore. It's Netflix. Netflix is... Uh, is actually becoming very similar to the uh, big networks that they usurped. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, I want to change my answer because I feel like... <laughs> no, I feel like... Do it! Every place should want to be the person who breaks the next big thing. Like, yeah. shouldn't you want to be the one that, like, look at what we found, and all you didn't believe in this person? Look at how funny they are, and they're going to explode. Like, you should... I feel like that's like a little crown in your jewel if like you found this and you were the ones who believed in that yeah. and gave them a shot. And I feel like, yeah, because I've had friends get turned down for TV sets like you don't have other TV credits. We're not going to break you like this is a great set, but we're not going to be the first people to put you on TV. Why not? Like, shouldn't yeah. that be something you want to do is like, look at this great comic we found. And no one wants to do that. And I think the Internet has changed a lot of that. Now it's like at, you People have found you, and you have a big following, and then they're like, we'll put you on TV, and you can help your audience find us. And I don't... And, and, and the other irony of it is, <clears throat> is, is like, you know, okay, it's, it's one thing when you're a network, and you only have so... And you're, you're running things, you know, terrestrially, and you only have so many hours of mm-hmm. a day that you can put stuff on the air. So, of course, at that point, you're going to have to be a gatekeeper. But it's a server. You have infinite space to put, to, to to load material up on there. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. it, it, it's you can. There's no reason why you can't have thousands of comedians and have algorithms that are sophist- as sophisticated as Pandora. That says, yeah. "Oh, you like that comedy show? You might like this comedy show." It, you, yeah, you know, yeah, Pandora. They can kind of figure out what. To, to a point where it's spooky. I, I've gotten mad at the Pandora algorithm. It's, how did you know I like that? <laughs> you, there, there is no way that an algorithm at a server in Silicon Valley knows me because my tastes are so... Suffi- oh, you did it again. I hate you. Okay. I, I'm not even going to give you a thumbs up on that. because We're not, all simple. I'm not going to let you know that you like me. <laughs> uh, that, I feel the exact opposite way. Where they're like, you like the format? You'll love this. I'm like, no, this band's Socks. Yeah, I've heard of them and I avoid them. <laughs> Why do you think I would like them? Um, then you so both like, did you do the thumbs down? Yeah, and, and it, still gives listen, you, it still gives you stuff that you think are bad. I, I don't even listen to Pandora anymore. Like, I mean, this was years ago that I kept getting tired of them playing music that I didn't like huh. on like suggestions, so I stopped listening to Pandora. I just have Spotify, and uh, sometimes if you pull up the Spotify radio on. On like if you put it in like something classic like My Girl and like put the radio on, like they can do a good job of doing a bunch of like great old songs like that. But I also feel like great oldies isn't a tough algorithm <laughs> to like pull out. Yeah. Like, the, the classic oldies like that. But I feel like every other like there are bands that I love and that's next one I'm like, No, yeah. I don't want to listen to this. Mm-hmm. Huh. I like I'm a U two fan, but what those Systems think that Swap I may like already. compared to you two. Like, mm-hmm. no, no, I, I don't. Yeah, no, they're different. Yeah, there they're was. Not yeah, the there, there was. Yeah, I, I do. There was. I was trying to get the algorithm to find stuff for me because I, because I really like the glam rock of the seventies, mm. and it's uh, uh, so so you know uh, so start with David Bowie and T Rex, and now we'll go with the Sweet, and now we'll go with Gary Glitter. Have you guys, have you guys figured it out yet? Here's Led Zeppelin. No, <laughs> no, 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 yeah. no. 
Uh, Lou Reed, okay, you're getting warmer. <laughs> Iggy Pop, maybe. <laughs> yeah. The Beatles, no! Oh. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, I have had I have had come to, the, come to those dead ends with the algorithm. You think mm-hmm. Spotify is better? I like. I mean, I, yeah, yeah, I haven't used Pandora in in years, and I think uh-huh. when I first used it a, a decade ago, maybe. Have I you was... heard of the uh, the program that's like that, but with comedy? Um, laugh. It's like Laughly. Laugh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, I love the Pandora Comedy Station, especially with. I get a CD and they put me on. Like, I'm not knocking Pandora <laughs> to that point. Uh, now I'm out of the algorithm. <laughs> like, oh, gosh. <laughs> it's a, uh, yeah, you can do a Tim Slagle channel. It's, I, I, I do listen. I, it, it's, it's beyond arrogance. It is I, I will listen to the Tim Slagle station just to see what Pandora thinks, just what the algorithm thinks is similar. You do? Just to see what they think is similar to me. Okay. And what uh, do you, close? will you say? What's what names have come up? Uh, Ron White, I think, is is one that comes up with me. Mm. And uh, mm, I, can't, no. I can't remember what else. There was there, there was a couple more. Oh, uh, uh, Gaffigan comes up. Hmm. Why why do we think the Pandora algorithm would be right? Because the amount of people who come up to me after shows are like, "You remind me of Amy Schumer. You're like exactly like Amy Schumer." <laughs> and I just go, "Thank you." Thank you. Yeah, we're the same. Or like the amount of things that happens. I've gotten shoe like the. It's just any female. That was comic my outfit. That was my outfit in the Netflix special. Could you tell? Because it didn't fit her. <laughs> <laughs> Twinsies. Sorry. <laughs> any. <laughs> Mine's just any female comic they can name. I'm like them. Is what I feel like. I get compared to so i'm just saying joan like, rivers oh my oh, god you're so much like her wow yeah it's it's what? crazy like it's and i've i used to be like really how so and now i just go thank you yeah that's a compliment yeah sure. you probably don't even want to totally know. see that i get that a lot like yeah. but so i think it was i think it was people don't know i think it was Patton oswalt or was it either Patton oswalt or dana gould i can't remember i think it was Patton oswalt that said that uh, that the TiVo and that was the, that was like the first thing that would start doing like algorithms that would start making yes. that would start making suggestions. Yeah. And he had a bit, and and it, he said it was kind of like having a special needs kid program your TV for you. It's like a, I, I I saw you I saw you uh, recorded a baseball game, so I recorded League of Their Own. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. That seems accurate. Uh. They, there's no connection between liking baseball and liking a league of their own. For, yeah, oh, good. Yeah. Well, I mean, league of their own is <laughs> well, so much about fundamentals. Yeah, no, I'm saying I'm just speaking. I, I'm backing you up. I'm saying okay. I agree. <laughs> oh, okay, because but I don't like that movie idea. and I love baseball. Wait, right. what? <laughs> Sorry. You like you two and league of, and you hate league of their own. Uh, yeah. Oh man. I know. Why do you hate a league of their own? Uh, uh, just a a. The, so like the women doing men's jobs? Yeah, yeah. No, that... stop it. Don't you? No, 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 no. You don't back me in. No, 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 no. I mean, you laughed really hard at Tim's Amy Schumer. <laughs> Amy Schumer leather joke. <laughs> Outfit joke. <laughs> um, no. I, uh, Madonna acting, I'm not a fan of. Yeah. Madonna acting, Rosie O'Donnell. Well, that's kind of like Jumbo like. Shrimp, isn't it? Jumbo shrimp, Madonna oh, yes. acting. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've told this story. I love this story. It is uh, uh, 
I uh, I got a combination DVR uh, uh, a VHS player. It, it, it's because I, I like I had one spot in the rack for a piece of equipment. Yeah. So it's so it was a, a, a VHS recorder and a DVD player. Is, so you can tell what year this was. Sure. And it occurred to me. I said, "Wow, I can probably get a DVD and record it on VHS." What's the matter? Tim, uh, we, Tim talking we, about old yeah, technology we, again. We talked yeah. to middle schoolers yesterday, and Tim explained to them what CDs and tape players were. Tape recorders. And now he's on VCRs. <laughs> uh, talking VCRs, yes. yes. It's really funny. Yes. Okay, continue. So anyway, so um, I uh, uh, so, so, so you know the first thing I did was, it, ooh, can I put it in a DVD and then record it on VHS so I have a copy of it. Mm-hmm. And no, it wouldn't do that because the copyright protection. Yeah, and I tried a bunch of stuff. I like tried running the cords out one one jack and then into the in jack yes. and through an amplifier. I tried to defeat it in several ways. No, it would not. That that copyright protection on the DVDs were pretty good. And it's like, dang. And I used that machine until it, until it broke. And I said, well, I, I want a new one because I want it to fit in the same spot in the rack on the home entertainment system. So I bought a new one, and this one. Uh, at, at this point, they, they were pretty obscure. They came from, you know, the, that one came from Korea. I don't know which which Southeast Asian country this one came from, mm-hmm. and it wasn't it, no English. And I said, well, maybe this one, you know, because it's coming from a different place. It's not even it's not wasn't even sold in the U.S. Maybe this one doesn't have the copyright. Oh protection. yeah. So so I happened to have a DVD of Madonna swept away. <laughs> okay. Because, because I had a buddy that was coming over, and he loves Madonna. And I said, oh, I'll just put this on in the background while we're, while we're having some beers. I'll just put it on the TV. So, you know, it kind of like a joke. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I put it on. And I said, ooh, I haven't tried whether or not that this, this machine can actually has the copy protection. So, so I put in Madonna Swept Away in the DVD player, and I put it in a VHS, and it recorded. And I went, oh, cool, this, uh, this, this Indonesian machine I got actually will record DVDs. Mm-hmm. So I went to the DVD store, and I got a bunch of DVDs that I wanted copies of, and mm-hmm. I got a stack of VHS tapes. And the first one I put in wouldn't do it. The second one I put in, none of them would record. So what I realized, and this is a secret that nobody knows, is when they put swept away on DVD, <laughs> there was a business decision. Are we going to pay for copy protection? <laughs> That's hilarious. They said, why bother? Why bother? That's so funny. You were the only one to boot like that. Totally. Yeah. You have the only copy. Yeah. It's how much is that license going to cost? It's the most useless secret (laughs) there is. That's hilarious. (laughs) You won't believe what I know that no one knows. Oh. Good for you. Listen, if you know anyone who wants a copy of Swept Away. Probably the only one that ever tried to do that. I hope do you please I know that and they know it in accounting at the at the company that actually produced the DVD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Is there still a VHS copy now of Swept Away with your handwritten Swept Away on the front? I, I, didn't so. even, I did not even finish copying. Oh, that would oh. still be great to leave in your will to someone. <laughs> a VHS the, the of only, Swept Away. The only bootleg copy of Swept <laughs> Madonna Swept on VHS. Away in existence. <laughs> one of a kind. Absolutely one of a kind. <laughs> That's awesome. So you shouldn't even label it so someone pays to transfer it to whatever medium. <laughs> No, I have a better one. You write on there, uh, like, Slagle first set, and then, like, write what year you started. <laughs> Someday someone will find that and be like, oh, my God, we got to see what he looked like. Swept away. Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's so funny. That's so funny.
Uh, yeah, and I'm I like you too, Emily. I'm sorry. We all yeah. like Emily. Emily. Oh, oh yeah, the band. The band. The band. Sorry, That's what I thought band. he said too. I was like, <laughs> that was random. Oh uh, no, you too. Uh, Bono. Bono's yeah. you too. Yeah. Sorry. I'm coming to Chicago to go to the show yeah. at uh, Soldier Field in June. June I like 4th. to call them oh, cool. you also. <laughs> you also. You as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's a grammar joke. <laughs> I'm going to your yeah. I'm going to your town, Tim, to come see him at oh, Soldier cool. Field. Yeah. Oh fun. June fourth. Very excited. Oh fun. Very excited. Uh I think we've I think we've put together a good show here. Anything else we should be mentioning? Uh, I don't think so. Just that people ought to come down, and uh, there's two down. shows second down. Show and... Friday, second show Friday is that. That is the show. If you it, is, can... it is the show. If you can beat Tim's bootleg copy of Swept Away, <laughs> please bring it to the show, and I will give you $10. Oh, Just there you to, go. I want to see what it is. To, I will buy it off of you for $10 <laughs> if, it's, if it's worse than Swept Away. I like that. I like that. Well, uh... Continued success. The week is is uh, going good so far. I had a really fun time watching the show last night. Thanks. You guys were really good, and uh, I want to come back this weekend. I don't know if I'm going to be able to. I'm gonna... You should try. It's I... always it's always fun to come in on Saturday. That's the thing it, I said to my wife the... last night. I'm like, we should try to come back. I want to see, see what this looks like. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I'm hoping to do that. But if Hope not, if not, uh, someone else take my seat. It'll be a good show. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Boom. <laughs>